Hello, ACB Radio, and hello to our people on Zoom. We are here once again with Matt Volbrecht, and we, who is going to be teaching us all about iPhone things, and um, and I believe this week it's going to be all about iMessages. So I hope I'm right on that. If not, I lied. So uh, take it away, Matt. <laughs> all right, and you are right about that. Absolutely. And once again, thanks so much for having me. It's always a a joy to do this. It's a lot of fun, and we're happy to provide some insight into the various awesome features of Apple products and how they can change and enhance our lives. Once again, I am Matt Volbrecht of the Tech Juggernaut at ttjtech.net. We'll make sure we give you all that info later on again. I am uh, joined by, I just heard him come in, uh, trainer Cliff, who is part of our instructor team. He kind of joins as uh, not only a, a friend and a colleague, but uh, you know, we, we sort of bounce stuff off each other. So he may at some point uh, choose to, to chime in. If you guys want to keep an eye on his uh, avatar there, maybe unmute him in a while. But he, um, of course, I could, I could just tell you to leave him muted and not unmute him, but he's, he's I mean, laughing. we could do that too. <laughs> we could do that too. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, during this time, especially recently, um, communications, keeping in touch with each other has become more critical than ever. But really, it certainly predates all of this COVID stuff. You know, we have seen lives changed because of some of the communications features that are built into every Apple device. And I'm talking, of course, about iMessage and FaceTime. And those are two of the most powerful features for communications that are available to every one of us as Apple users. And of course, they work perfectly with voiceover. What I'd like to do is to start out by talking primarily about iMessage, what it is, what you can do with it, and perhaps some of the lesser known things that can be done with iMessage. We're going to talk also then about group chats, group conversations. And we're gonna talk about turning that into a FaceTime call at literally just a touch of an on-screen button. Of course, we'll take questions as we go. And so I think let's get started. Now, I wanna to explain to everybody, first of all, just a little bit of terminology when it comes to messages what is messages versus iMessage? What, what does that all mean? And just so we're using the language properly and there's no confusion, messages is actually the name of the app itself that we will be discussing, okay? It is the messages app. It appears as messages on your, on your dock or on your home screen, wherever it's located. And you can, of course, open that up. iMessage is specifically Apple's messaging service. And iMessage is just one part of what the Messages app does. The Messages app handles actually, I suppose if we're being technical, three types of messages. So it handles iMessages, which are gonna be the biggest uh, portion of what we focus on. It also handles SMS and MMS, and I want to explain what those are as well. So let's talk about the three different types of messaging protocols, iMessage, SMS, and MMS. Let's start with SMS and MMS, because these are 
texting protocols that were uh, that are a part of basically every carrier cell phone plan. When you sign up with a plan, regardless of who your carrier is, AT&T, T-Mobile, Verizon, whatever, or some of the smaller ones, you get texting included in that plan. Not so long ago, it used to be you got 200 messages or you got 1,000 messages. And pretty soon, unlimited texting, which is, of course, what it is now in, in most, if not all, of the cell plans uh, that you can get here in the United States is you have unlimited talk and text, they say. So you can make phone calls. You can send texts. Those are typically SMS. I send a short message to somebody. Hello, how you doing? And they respond. And with SMS, that's the extent of it. Just text. It also has a character limit. I'm pretty sure. Um, don't hold me to this. I don't use them very often. I mostly use iMessage. Most of my friends and family have Apple devices, but I, I think it's a it's maybe a 255 or 256 character limit, something like that. Cliff, you can jump in at some point if I'm wrong about that. It's um, 160. It's one six. See, I knew you would jump in if I was wrong about that. Of course I'd would. I mean, I can't let you get away with that. <laughs> How no, are you doing, Mika? <laughs> yeah, so but yeah. it's so, 160. And if you go over it, like for instance, I could write you a book pretty much at iMessage, but if I send that message in to somebody with that other device that I don't like to say, then it's gonna break it up into different messages and sometimes it puts it out of different order because like that's mom, what I was just gonna say. Sometimes they don't even come in in the right order then. That's right. You're like, why is my mom talking like that? But yeah, it, it, sometimes it comes in different orders and you got to, you know, piece the conversation together as, you know, as it should, you know, sound, you know, sound right though. Whatever, exactly. So. exactly. Now, when Apple released the iPhone 3GS back in 2009, the very first iPhone to have voiceover, everybody was so excited because one of the big features of the iPhone 3GS, the third iPhone to be released, was MMS message support. Now, this is also a carrier feature. It's part of the uh, texting plan now in our unlimited texting plans, but they used to differentiate sometimes. They used to say you got you know a certain number of uh, messages, and then beyond that, it was like five cents a message for every SMS, text only, or like a quarter a message for every MMS. Now, what is an MMS? An MMS is a multimedia message. It is very restrictive like the uh, the SMS, except it does allow the use of photos, videos, and limited file attachment support. So sometimes you can attach an audio file that will work. There's, there's a few different files that will work with MMS. And so now it's as easy as just hitting that compose button in the messages app, and it will automatically determine whether it's SMS or MMS based on what you're sending. So it's really, really simple. Now, when iOS 5 came out, things got way better and really exciting for Apple users because Apple introduced iMessage. Now, before we get into all of the features of iMessage, let me just say that the, um, a lot of the features you're going to hear are also available on platforms like WhatsApp, Facebook Messenger, and others. I prefer the Apple implementation by far. There are some things that only iMessage can do that some of those others can't do. But in fairness, there are some similarities. And I will also say that there is a rumor, all right, emphasis on the word rumor, that carriers are trying to 
create a new protocol that there is this, this um, consortium in the works that's you know, trying to make carrier messaging more like Apple iMessage or some of these other services to give even just any user, no matter what phone they may have, the ability to uh, do some of these really cool things that I'm about to share with you. Uh, because we didn't think about this 10, 15 years ago, you know? So that if it happens, it's a ways off, but it supposedly is in the works. So iMessage, an Apple service, works between Apple devices, right? So I've got to have an iPhone, an iPad, an iPod Touch, a HomePod, a Mac, or what did I miss? Apple Watch, or yes. So one of those devices I must have in order to send and receive iMessages. And obviously the other person must have one of those devices as well. Works over Wi-Fi, right? So we don't need to use our texting plan. It doesn't affect it. It doesn't matter now because most of these texting plans are unlimited. But back in the day when we had, you know, a thousand message limit per month, that was a big deal. Works over Wi-Fi. If you use it over cellular, it's going to use your cellular data, not your texting plan, because this is, an, this is a data service. Now, what are the things that we can do with iMessage? It's just incredible. All right. And most of us are used to this already. We're doing it every day. But I just wanted to start by building this foundation to explain to you the difference, to explain to you why sometimes you see text message and sometimes you see iMessage and stuff like that. So the things we can do with this are incredible. We'll start with some of the ones you probably already know. For example, notification by, not really notification, but uh, status updates by looking at the message, voiceover reads them, when the message is delivered or when the message has been read, if the recipient has their read receipts turned on. You can instantly tell if you're in the conversation whether the recipient is typing a reply. VoiceOver will say, buddy is typing. And you can see that happening uh, visually if you can see. Speaking of visuals, by the way, for those who can see or have sighted family, friends, or coworkers, they might ask you about this, so it's good to know, iMessages are indicated in blue. Text, SMS, or MMS messages are signified in green. So your conversations are different colors. Of course, voiceover will tell you iMessage or text message. What are some of the other features of our iMessage? Well, first of all, as Cliff said, no character limit. You can write as much as you want in iMessage, special characters, anything you want to put in there, and it's no problem. Obviously, photos, videos, and audio, no problem. Beyond that, full support for file attachments. If you can send the file, the other person, assuming they are also an Apple user, can receive it. Now, what they can do with it is going to depend on whether they have an app that supports it, of course. But if you can send it, they can receive it. And this includes all your basics, you know, PDF, Apple Pages, Microsoft Word, Keynote, you know, videos, uh, photos. But it also includes, you know, file types that are more obscure. You could send uh, a, a grocery list, uh, a, a file from a, gr a grocery list app or from a recipe manager app. Or you could send some kind of a, a game file, saved game or something. You can send anything you want to send. Sky's the limit. and. Of course, you can also send web links. So it's very easy to share a link to a website, a link to a 
you know, a document or anything else. And now because of iCloud Drive, we can send links to public folders and files. Uh, we can send Dropbox links, all of these things right by iMessage. So it's very, very easy to send complete documents. You don't have to worry about email. Email's great, and we still use email, but messages, iMessage, just so, so simple. Some of the other features we can send with our iMessages, some of the things we can do. This is the stuff that's going to get even more exciting. So first of all, we have iMessage apps and stickers. Now, iMessage apps and stickers allow us to do any one of a number of things. There is a built-in iMessage app for photos. So in addition to taking a photo or video directly in the message with the camera, we can also use the photos iMessage app to look through our existing photo album. And it'll even make recommendations for us. If we happen to be uh, out to dinner celebrating our uh, let's say our, our grand, maybe our grandparents' anniversary. Well, when it sees those grandparents in that photo, it's going to suggest, "Hey, maybe you want to send this to grandma." You know, it, and and so this is these are rich AI machine learning suggestions. Another example of messaging apps is the Digital Touch app. The Digital Touch app allows you to send sketches, drawings, to send your heartbeat and to even, to even include these things in a short video. Now you might say, how practical is this and how accessible is this for somebody who can't see? And the answer is it's fully accessible and extremely practical, especially if you're sending to a sighted user. But even if you're not, VoiceOver will describe much of it for you. Another iMessage feature is the ability to instantly make audio recordings. Now, this is not to be confused with dictation, which we know is a feature of iOS and which we can tap on the dictate button, which is a microphone icon, or we can two finger double tap and, you know, we can dictate. Hi there, exclamation mark. How are you? Question mark. We can dictate and that's speech to text. But the audio recording feature is different. Audio recording allows us to make a recording directly in the message that the person receiving it can listen to. And what you'll notice is that if you're in an iMessage and you have not typed any text, there will be a record audio button where the send button normally is. And of course, I'm gonna demo some of this for you in a little bit for sure. And so all you do is you double tap as a voiceover user, of course, you double tap and hold or long press on the audio recorder button and you speak whatever you wanna say and you lift your finger when you're done recording. Now at this point, you can play back your recording, you can delete it and re-record or you can send it. And once you send it, the person who opens it has a period of time, depending on their phone settings. By default, those recordings expire two minutes after they've been listened to but you can change that. There are other options, including the ability to keep the recordings forever or until you delete them. Now, another great iMessage feature. And of course, I got to step in here because you always forget something. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the blind community has always loved this uh, voice memos or voice messages part of the 
um, messages app. But the biggest complaint that I've always heard that the, the quality was horrible. I can now, and Matt can confirm this, that the audio quality of these messages are now as good as FaceTime audio. And I'm not, I'm, I'm a real big person on audio. I do my own music in the garage band for my podcast. And I grew up with, you know, vinyl and all that. So audio is a big thing with me. But the, the, the sound quality for the voice messages feature now and iMessage is excellent. So if you didn't use it before because of the sound quality, you will love it now. Yeah, I uh, I would agree with you 100%. I don't remember what version it was. I want to say it was like 12.3 or 12.2. Somewhere along the way, the compression rate uh, that was used for audio recordings in messages, I guess, was was changed. And the quality now is is just outstanding. As he said, it's every bit as good as using FaceTime or using the Voice Memos app. You know, a lot of people didn't want to use that native audio recorder in the messages app because of the quality. So then they'd record in voice memos and attach it to messages. Well, that's fine. You can certainly do that. But now the, the built-in audio recording in messages is every bit as good a quality as that. So um, yeah, I agree. Another iMessage app that is, is one of my favorites, and I know trainer Cliff's going to jump in here too, because it's one of his also, and that is Apple Pay Cash. Now, for those who are not familiar with Apple Pay, maybe we'll do a, a, a segment on Apple Pay. Maybe one of these Friday afternoon sessions, we could talk about Apple Pay and the Apple Card and all about Apple Wallet. But for today, let's just say it this way. Apple Pay Cash allows you to send and receive money between other people that are Apple users, your family, your friends, whatever they might be. You know, you go and you uh, ask somebody to, to pick up food for you and they bring it and they see how much was it? Well, it was $25. All right. You don't have to fumble around for cash anymore. Is this a 20? Did I fold this properly? Do is this, you know, you don't have to do any of that. You don't have to try to give somebody your credit card or anything like that. You just send them the $25 with Apple pay cash. You can do it right from within the messages app, or you can actually use Siri and you can ask Siri, send $25 to Cliff. And it will ask you to confirm with your touch ID or your face ID, what, whatever you use in your particular device, and it's sent. And, and he receives it instantaneously. He gets a, a message notification. It says, you know, uh, Matthew completed the transfer of $25. And at that point, it's stored in Cliff's Apple Pay cash card. So now he can use that money with Apple Pay purchases if he goes to a store or a restaurant or some other kind of business that accepts Apple Pay, he can actually use that balance rather than using, you know, a credit card or something else to pay for whatever it is that he's buying. He can also transfer that $25 to his bank account, his checking account that might be linked to his wallet or what have you. And it's it's one of those things where you get two options. Um, you can either do an instant transfer to your debit card, which has a small fee on it, uh, or you can say the, you know, the free transfer to your bank account. And they say it can take one to three business days. I've never seen it take more than one. Uh, that is the extent of it. it. It's always there the next business day whenever I do it. And I just did this um, yesterday because I sold my, my 
my server, my WD server to somebody. Anyway, um, they sent me the money at eight o'clock in the morning and I, I did the one to three business days. The money was on my account at one o'clock. So wow. I can't, I'm not going to say it happens that way for everybody, but I have my bankers discover and that's where I sent it. And so that's, that's how long it took. Uh, I think when I did it, sent it to capital one, when I sold something to you, Matt, it, it took just, you know, it was probably about the same about three o'clock in the afternoon, a couple hours later, but it, it is pretty quick. Yeah, you know, absolutely. App, Apple keeps yourself encrypted and it is secure. So that's right. That's right. And it is. And, and it's, a you know, and so Apple pay cash. I mean, it's it is phenomenal. It, it's completely changed the way we interact, you know, with with each other regarding money and and payments and so forth. Um, with these, um, with these various options that you have, uh, I would point out to you that there's a major difference between Apple pay and something like PayPal, which is not to disparage, you know, PayPal or anything like that. I, you know, PayPal is a great service, uh, but there's no fee when you send money to somebody with Apple pay cash, um, it's going to either get the money from your bank account or from your uh, Apple cash balance that you have. Uh, and when you send it, there's no fee assessed. So you send somebody $30, they're not receiving, you know, $27.50. They're actually receiving $30 and you're not charged a cent beyond that. So it's, um, it's great. I, I really like Apple Pay Cash. Um, all right. There are lots of other things that you can do with iMessage. One of my favorites, message effects. We can double tap and hold on the send button after typing some text. And we can send special message effects. There are two categories, bubble effects and screen effects. And when we send them, we actually will be able to uh, VoiceOver will tell us what they do. So we might be able to send somebody, uh, one of my favorite screen effects is the echo effect, which causes copies of the message to, to basically flash across the screen. And VoiceOver will actually tell you that. So when somebody sends that to you, you'll hear that echo effect. And there are certain phrases that you can type that automatically trigger these iMessage effects. For example, typing the word uh, the, or the phrase happy birthday and hitting send will automatically cause an iMessage effect of balloons to appear on the recipient screen. I'm going to demonstrate this for you in a moment as well. And again, the list just goes on and on about the kinds of things we can do with iMessage. Thanks to the new True Depth camera system in the iPhone 10 and newer. We now have Animoji and Memoji. Basically, we can have our facial expressions appear on some sort of a creature, maybe a chicken or a bear or a, a pig or a robot. And these are Animoji. And so you can actually stick out your tongue or blink your eyes or you know make funny facial expressions and have it look like the chicken or the bear is making those facial expressions. And when you do this, you can send those as a sticker that someone receives, like a little image, or you can send it in a short Animoji video, like a 10 or 30 second video. In addition to Animoji, 
Apple released Memoji. And Memoji is where you can design your own custom emoji based upon your own features or anybody else's for that matter. And so you are allowed to customize so many aspects of these Memoji. You can customize facial features. You can customize hair, color, and, and uh, you can you know customize the uh, skin tone. You can customize, of course, eye color. And even whether the person has glasses or a hat, uh, you can customize piercings and mustache and uh, the, the shape of someone's face. I mean, it's incredible what you can do. And if you're like my kids, you love to play with these and make one for every member of the family. So I'm going to start with a, a demo here. And I also want to tell you, we're going to demo group messages as well. With iMessage, we can have groups and we can have messages that are sent to everyone in the group. We can name our conversations. That's not something we can do without iMessage, just regular texting. You cannot name your group conversations. But with iMessage, you can. So we can actually provide a name for each conversation with a group so we know what the subject is or who the group is. I have one that I keep called Family Chat. And every time I want to use it, I can use Siri to send to Family Chat or I can just find it in my list of conversations. And I can easily send everybody, my wife and my kids, a message. Similarly, we have a, an instructor chat that we use for our TTJ instructor team. All these classes we teach and everything. And we, we communicate right there through the group messages feature. And of course, it's extremely easy to turn a group conversation into a group FaceTime call with audio or audio and video for up to 64 people. And we can easily communicate with one another live over Wi-Fi or cellular data using group FaceTime. This is truly awesome stuff, guys. Very awesome. So I'm going to just start out very simply. And I'm going to grab my iPad here. We'll do a couple demos. We'll take a, a break for questions. And we'll come out and come back and talk about a little more. But I've got my iPad, and what I'm going to begin by doing is just opening up the Messages app and taking a look. i got to turn up the volume, of course. Doc, Messages, four unread messages. Yeah, I've gotten some messages here since that time. Okay. Messages, message. I text. think I'm in a conversation already with Trainer Cliff. Vertical delivered. Cliff. Yep, I am. Okay, so right here, the last message that I sent him. Delivered. It tells me it was delivered. Your I message. Yes, and as we'll send you the info, 2.34 p.m. All right, I, I sent that to him at 2.34. I can go back to the message that he sent me by swiping to the left. I have the whole conversation here. I can scroll up and down with three fingers. Or I can use this Camp, vertical scroll bar, 14 pages, 100%. I can swipe up and down with one finger on that to more easily uh, and more quickly get to the um, uh, to the earlier parts of this conversation. But typically, I just keep my conversations. I, I hardly ever delete them. So I've got conversations you know, with, with Trainer Cliff that go way back. And they sync with iCloud. So they're the same on all my devices. And I, I, if I do delete the message conversation, it will get deleted from all my devices. 
Um, and even my SMS and MMS messages will sync with iCloud because of a thing called text message forwarding that's part of Apple's iCloud system, the continuity features uh, of iOS, iPad OS, Mac OS, and all of that. So every message conversation stays in sync across all my devices. And as we're hearing, I'm getting a couple messages while we're doing this, but that's okay. I'm going to stay in my conversation now, right now with, with trainer Cliff here. Again, I wanted to show you that if I swipe to the last message that he sent me, and because I, and because I don't like Matt that much, I don't let him show that I actually read his message. So, but you can send red receipts. Yeah, I was just going to say that he has those off because he doesn't want me to know when he's actually read the message in case he wants me to, wants to ignore me for a while. But we <laughs> we can I can see the message that he sent me, and I can swipe up and down on it. React, copy more drag right, so i can react i can copy the message so let's react to the last thing that cliff sent me is it react cliff and what i'm going to do is i'm once i find that react again it was in the rotor we just swipe up and down react i'm going to double tap heart button i can love the message with a heart i can do a thumbs up thumbs down ha ha but exclamation button question mark button message okay all those different options we're going to go ahead and give it a thumbs up thumbs down thumbs up button selected message text field is editing and if i read that message again your right cliff is it available for non let's see what it says at the end of it maybe i will give the free trial a whirl you like this too it said i like this i gave it a thumbs up and cliff received that notification as well that i acknowledged that message right cliff what did it say to you it said that it, it, it did the same thing it read the message and it said um matt roberts like this so yeah yeah so, so those are what they call tap backs you can send those by swiping up or down on the most recent message that somebody sent you and uh again these are iMessage only features that we're talking about now i'm going to uh now what about that drag feature because i've had mixed results with that one well i've used uh, I don't know how I, I'm trying to think. I've used I've used the drag feature to drag something into messages, like in an, on the iPad, of course, true drag and drop, folks. I have actually used the drag feature to drag a note into the message messages app into the you know the edit field of a conversation. I don't think I have ever dragged or drug a message anywhere else. So you have actually done that. Yes, I've dragged. Or drug, whatever way you choose to put it. I've um, drug videos and and pictures from it. I've tried to drag it to another conversation, but the copy feature works better when, in that aspect. But like I said, I've had mixed results because it depends on where you're dragging it to. So like if I'm dragging it to pages or message or notes, that seems to work. But I've tried dragging a message, uh, a, a photo from there, or a short video clip from there to email, and that has not worked as well. Yeah, probably in that case, they're going to want you to hit the share button instead and, and do it that way. Yeah. So that's another feature we have. Now, you see here that I have apps and Record. camera. Apps, verticals, camera, button. The camera. Take a picture with the camera and attach it to this conversation. And then over here is our apps button. Apps, hidden, button. They're hidden right now. Double tap to toggle the app bar. So if I show the app bar or the app drawer, a lot of those things we talked about, photos, Apple Pay Cash, Animoji, Digital Touch, and a whole bunch of others are going to become available. 
If I just swipe to the right, though. Message. Text field is editing. iMessage. Character mode. Insertion point at start. There's where I can type. And of course, once I type, directly to the right of that edit field is a send button. But since there's no text in it. Record audio. It's not a send button. It's a record. Tap and hold to record audio. Lift your finger to stop recording. So if we wanted to send Cliff a quick audio recording, we could just double tap and hold. All right, Cliff, this is a quick test of the audio recording feature. Send button. I land on send, but what if I want to preview that? Play button. Just. All right, Cliff, this is a quick test of the audio recording feature. Now I can Play. swipe back to the left to send it. Cliff, button, and flag, send, vertical, flag. we're going to, we're, there's also to the right of that, button, delete audio recording, button. So if I don't really want to send it, I don't need to blow up his phone with messages. I just delete audio recording, delete it. Okay. And now it's, now it's done. We could, well, my phone's in my office. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, your iPad would be that. That's right. Yeah. You're right. Um, and that's with your 2020 yeah. uh, iPad pro, right? I'm using the iPad also to demonstrate. Matt, you still there? Uh-oh. Matt. We lost him. Let's find him again. <laughs> maybe, a, maybe some AirPods malfunctioned or something. All right. Let's see. There he is. Matt, you should have something else. I am so sorry about that. I had no idea how <laughs> Mother, that happened. I, 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 can, I was about to say, did mom call? Because that would be the only reason why you do not disturb will be interrupted. <laughs> right, and it wasn't. It, it wasn't even that. I don't know. That was really weird. I apologize. And, of course, I saw then that I was muted, and I didn't even bother trying to talk because I knew there was nothing I could do. If, if you guys hadn't realized that I'd have done the raise hand feature, I guess. But uh, um, I had right uh, two top. questions. One, um... Actually, I don't even know what the first one was, but the second one was like when I'm using my Logitech Slim Folio Pro keyboard or any other keyboard for that matter, if I hit enter, it's automatically going to send a message that I type. But if you hit enter on the keyboard, the uh, on-screen keyboard, is that going to give you a new line or is it going to send a message? I, I, I haven't really tested that one. Correct. So if you are using the on-screen keyboard and you're typing a message, hitting the return uh, on screen will actually give you a new line. You have to actually hit send, double tap send to send it. But on a physical keyboard, as Cliff said, your Apple smart keyboard, your Logitech Slim Folios, your Bridge, any other keyboard, you're going to press return. It's actually going to send that message. If you want to insert a new line instead using a mechanical keyboard, Cliff, help me out. Is it option return? Yes, it is option return. I was just about to say, for anybody who wants an extensive list of keyboard commands, if you do use a Bluetooth keyboard, just send me an email or iMessage at stirredup at iCloud.com. And how is that spelled, Matt? S-T-U-R-I-T-U-P. He spells it with a U, not an I. Okay. So that's, uh, that is absolutely correct. Now, if we, um, what I want to do is I want to show you some of these apps and message effects, and then we'll take a, a little break for questions and we'll come back and do group messages. But let me show you, first of all, what the apps camera, but apps hidden. look like if we show the app bar. Double tap apps visible. Okay. 
Swipe to the right of the edit field. Message. Text field is editing. And you find record record audio, but keep going. Photos. Button. Store. Button. There's the photos and then the store, which will take you to the iMessage apps section of the app store. Apple Pay. Button. There's that Apple Pay cash we talked about. Stickers. Button. There's some different stickers. And those, I think, are accessible. Uh, we'll show you in a second, but let's look at some other ones. Hashtag images, button, music, button. Your music app has iMessage message features. Digital touch, button. There's digital touch, which we talked about. Trivia crack, new button. So trivia crack, which I got after our game lab the other day, um, actually has the uh, ha- has an iMessage app. I assume you could initiate a game with somebody by iMessage. Hearts button. There's some stickers, heart stickers. Prismo new button. Prismo is a you know a, um, a document uh, scanning uh, OCR kind of app. Duolingo new button. Duolingo is a, a language learning app, but again, these are all within iMessage. So what you can do with them is is different than just opening the app itself. This is directly related to you know interacting with other people. Food network new button. All right, so you get the idea. So let's just select music. Button. Uh, Digital t- trivia crack. New what hearts, did I want button. to actually select? All right, here's the here's hearts. I show you selected hearts. Now I'm going to just move my finger down a little on screen, and I'm going to find heart beating. More, okay. but heart beating. Big heart with little heart circling. Big heart with little hearts bubbling. Heart with sparkles. Big heart pierced by arrow. Uh, you get the idea. Double tap to insert into current message. Double tap and drag to attach to message in current conversation. And again, it's it said that we you you heard what it said there. You can you can actually insert this into the message as an attachment and send it. And that there's a lot of other apps, but I want to show you um, the digital touch options here. Digital touch. Trivia crack. We're going to move our finger down. Cliff is your iMessage. Camera. Expand. Choose color. Cyan blue. Button. Drawing canvas. Double tap to start drawing. More. Okay. Draw, choose color. Choose the color. Camera. Button. You can use the camera. Expand. And if I want to see the instructions, I expand this by double tapping on that expand button, which I would need to do because I forget the gestures now. You can do in the drawing canvas, you can do, I think if you just lay two fingers down on the screen, it sends you, it sends the heartbeat. I think if you, um, I just don't remember all the gestures now uh, with digital touch, but there's a lot of them that you can do. Uh, The other thing um, that I wanted to go over with you was message effects. So let's go out of these apps, which really we're not in them per se. We can do anything we want, but I want to hide your iMessage, your vertical camera apps, visible apps, visible. Yeah, I want to hide the app drawer because really I find that when I don't need it, I prefer to keep it hidden. All right, so message text field is editing iMessage character mode insertion point at start. Now, if, if I want to send a message, your Cliff, we're still in this message to Cliff, return, and I'm gonna just go ahead and type this is a test. Okay, and what we'll do is we will send this message with i'm going to actually put some kind of message effect on here so we have several different messages effects that we can choose from as i said there is a a bubble a set of bubble effects which are like um well i'll actually just let voiceover tell you what they are 
And then there's also the screen effects. And those are the ones that have the bubble uh, echo effect, the spotlight effect. So let me show you my cam your delivered message Caps. edit field message text field is editing this is a test character mode swipe to the right send button send using iMessage double tap and hold to add effect now what i'm going to do because i'm on an ipad and there is a uh, i'm in landscape mode and i am using the on-screen keyboard so there's this beautiful big large full-size keyboard on screen which is great when you're trying to type when you're trying to do other things, you need to get that keyboard out of the way. So I'm going to go down to the bottom right here. Hide keyboard. And, and double tap and hold. Then drag up to alter a keyboard. I'm going to hide that keyboard. Okay. Now I'm going to be able to work with this more easily. So we're going to... You're right. You're we're going to go to this send button, and I'm going to actually double tap and hold. Send using iMessage. Double tap and hold to add effect. Okay, now we're going to let close go, button. and uh, you hear I'm on a close button. Invisible ink, close okay. button. I swipe to the left, and I can see these different, these are the bubble effects. Invisible ink, button, gentle, button, loud, button, slam, button. And again, these are all accessible. If you use invisible ink, there's even a voiceover gesture that the recipient can uh, reveal what the message said screen button but selected bubble button one of two you can see that's one of two bubble effects those are the ones we just saw gentle slam uh, uh loud and invisible ink but if we change this to screen button, screen effect send with effect now we have the screen effects and these are different there are different pages for these effects so we would actually have to use a three finger swipe to the left and to the right to get to different ones or there's a little page selector here so let's take a look at this bubble button selected screen button two of echo okay. copies of the message bubble echo across the screen expanding and shrinking as they rise and swirl then disappear all right that's the one i told you about before that bubble echo send with echo button i can just hit send there to send it that way Close button. There's the close button. Page one of nine. Echo adjustable. And there's the swipe up or down with one finger to adjust the value. There's the page selector that's going to let me swipe up and down with one finger to choose a different screen effect if I don't want to use the the echo. Remember, I can also three finger swipe left or right when I'm on the actual effect. Echo copies of the message bubble echo across the screen, expanding and shrinking as they rise and swirl then disappear. And that's when I don't have to go over to the page selector if I don't want to, I can just swipe left with three. Cliff is typing. Okay. Test. Original oh, just received from Cliff, Cliff sent me. Got a phone call. Cliff he got a phone call. Okay. I'll just uh testimony. Well, test test. Unclick send button. Apps. In that case, let's change the selected screen button. Up send. What he sent me here. Numbers. I probably should close this. High well, key. what happened is my keyboard appeared Double because it thought I would want to type a reply. Test, test, and I do, but w you know what? Paste, read, undo, send, button, apps, hidden, button, okay. Camera, vertical Let's do this. Okay. I think he wants to be unmuted again. I think he's back now. And yeah, that's what it is. So he's back. But uh, I will send him. Oh, gotcha. A... <laughs> okay. So when I don't know, I, he's been giving you a hard time. So you know, might just have to leave him muted. <laughs> exactly, right? 
so here is the um, the thing we're going to do. I want to show you some of the other um, message effects. I'll just have to go back. There we go. Okay, I just have to go back in there because it uh, brought up the keyboard again. No problem. Now we're going to do this double tap and hold again like we did before. Send using iMessage. Double tap send with effect. All right. Select so script select screen. Screen and we had the echo. Select echo. So I was so about now, to three. So now Mika is going to join the beat up on Cliff uh, party. That's okay though. <laughs> but the. Yeah, I, I talked about <laughs> do not disturb, and then my daughter turns around and calls me, and and they go, oh, she's in do not disturb. So that's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, if we go here, three fingers scroll to the left, we'll see the next effect. That was echo. Page two of nine. Spotlight. There's spotlight. Spotlight. The conversation darkens, then a bright spotlight of white light illuminates your message as particles of dust float through the light. Okay, so we'll just use that one. Send with spotlight. Button. Again, there's nine of them, but I won't go through all of them now. So here, we're just going to send that, and you will hear a little. I don't know if you'll be able to hear it in Zoom, but there's a little sound effect that goes with each of these as well. Send with full screen effect. The conversation darkens, then a bright spotlight of white light illuminates your message as particles of dust float through the light. Your eye message. This is a test. Selected. Cliff. Message sent with spotlight. Three. There you go. And and, and his iPad will read that same thing to him. And he'll one, hear the little one thing sound I wanted to, One thing I wanted to point out to everybody is Matt does not use a Bluetooth keyboard. That message he typed that this is a test, when he typed that, he doesn't like to show off with this one, but I will. He, he typed that with the actual um, on-screen keyboard on the iPad. The iPad is big enough where you can place your hands as if it was a keyboard or, you know, the old school typewriters. And that's how Matt does it. I mean, I'm pretty sure he didn't master it overnight, but I mean, he does write long text messages and emails with that. I've been on the phone in podcast when he's demonstrated that. And it is the virtual on-screen keyboard. So just so people know, he does not, I mean, he has a keyboard, but he doesn't use it. Yeah, that's that's correct. I mean, if I'm writing really long documents that I do then, of course, but yeah, when I'm typing most things, I, I do just type on screen. And as Cliff said, it's possible to put your fingers in what you would consider home row and just type away. It does take practice. There's definitely a learning curve with it, uh, but it's kind of neat. It's, it's a lot of fun to do that. So we just demonstrated sending with effects. And of course, we know that when Cliff received that message that he got the effect also. And so, so far, we've explained the differences between the different messaging protocols, and we've talked about a number of the features of iMessage and what you can do, and we've demoed a few of them. What I really want to focus on is the group messages and the group FaceTime when we come back. But first, I want to just check in the time. Yeah, yeah, let's, let's take some questions. And then we will do the, the last part with group messages and group FaceTime. All right. Hi, Matt. This is Natalia, and I'm helping out Mika. Hi there. How are you doing? I'm great. Um, I know Mika has a question, so I'm going to let her go first as host privileges. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. Before I ask my question, though, I will tell people how to raise your hands. Um, so if you have a question, you can raise your, your hand. If you're if you called in on the phone, it's star nine. If you're using the app, it's the lower right hand corner. 
and go to more and double tap on raise hand. If you're on the PC, it's alt Y. And if you're on the Mac, it's options Y. Um, so Matt, while you've been doing this, I've been sending iMessages to Natalia with <laughs> different effects. And my favorite one is the one it, it shows up in screen effects. Like when you, um, the lasery one, but if you type, oh, yes. but if you type pew pew, like P-E-W space P-E-W, it'll show up yes. that way too. Yeah, you're exactly right. And there are actually, I think we've figured out, uh, we have, um, uh, trainer Rita, who's not with us today, but uh, that we, she was, she went through and a combination of Google and other resources and, and figured out, I think there are six different words. Pew Pew sends the laser. Of course, happy birthday sends the balloon. Actually, that was me. Oh, that was you? Yeah. I mean, she, oh. she, uh, she told us the, some of the ones where there were, but I actually Googled while we were on uh, class or training one day and actually did that because you know I'm always doing something else when you're talking but yeah I oh that's that. right yes that's that is so right. it's I really it's that. really fun i really enjoy that uh, <laughs> seven bugging her with it but my question to you is about this lower uh is about this lower bar like where you are um writing the, your messages in and that there's a lot of hidden features could you, you maybe you mentioned it but could you explain how you know some of those hidden features um, I think she's talking about the apps, uh, apps hidden, apps expanded. Why, where you know, I, and, and doesn't it go off the apps you have installed? If I'm not mistaken, it does. Is that what you were referring to? Uh, the the like the app bar. Well, that like well that, and you know, like Apple Pay right now doesn't show up. Like so, there's all these little things that show up sometimes, but not all the time. So yeah, those those do. Um, first of all, those you can hide or show those just to the left of the just to the left of the actual edit field message i message text field double tap to edit is the is the apps button and it'll either say hidden or visible apps hidden button so if we want to, tap to it says double tap to toggle the app bar if we want to expand it and show those apps we double tap on that apps button and then it'll change to visible and then we just start swiping right and all the apps will be there and it does as cliff said it also does depend on what apps you have installed. So natively, you'll get photos, you'll get um, Apple Pay, you'll get Digital Touch. And oh, I see. I, okay. A couple like that. But then other apps that you install from the App Store, you know, put an iMessage app in there. And, and if you actually, if you look in the App Store on an app card, like if you pick, you know, any app in the App Store and double tap on it, instead of just t double tapping on the buy or the get button, but you double tap on the name of the app so you can bring up the full app page with the reviews and the description and everything. There's a little thing there after all the screenshots and just before the description where it will tell you what types of other uh, versions of that app it offers. Like it'll say offers iPad and Apple TV app or offers iMessage and, and watch app or, you know, whatever. Um, and that's how you know ahead of time if you're getting an iMessage app as well when you install the iPhone version or iPad version. Oh, nice. And then just to, to finish that thought too, if you do have, um, if you ever search Apple just in the App Store, just search you know the word Apple for all the Apple apps. Now, of course, there's going to be a few things that show up that are not Apple apps that, that just happen to have the word Apple in them or something. But most of the Apple ones appear pretty high up in the search results. So it's a good way to find all the Apple apps. And there are actually three, no, there are four Apple iMessage sticker packs that are free. 
um, smileys, hearts, hands, and classic Mac. And all four of those will give you stickers that relate to that topic um, for, for use in iMessage. All right, thank you so much. Yep. We actually do not have any other raised hands. Up, oh, you do now. <laughs> I take that back. Okay. Good. I was about to say, Matt, nobody likes you today, but I guess. That is not true. Don't make me mute you. <laughs> All right. This ain't, this ain't around the horn on ESPN. Please don't. <laughs> Cindy, you should be unmuted and good to go. Oh. I'll do this. Can you hear me? Yes, ma'am. Okay. So, you know, I, I don't know if this falls into all of this or not, Matt, but one of the things in, I don't know, the last few months that has occurred is, uh, and it used to not happen to me, but when I'm in my messages and I'm wanting to write to somebody, um, I am reading messages from other people. Like they're also like blended in there uh, and I don't want them there. <laughs> Um, how do I remove so that it's just, you know, so that on the screen, it's just the person I'm texting. Now, what device is this that you're using? iPhone 11 Pro. And is it in portrait or landscape? It is in portrait. All right. That is really, really odd. And I, to me too. I hate okay, it. Okay. So it's not just, <laughs> it's me. not just and you. It just drives me nuts. It's like, I'm, wa I'm wanting to go right to them. I read their messages, but there's other messages as well. And I've seen that too, but yeah. I can't duplicate it. I mean, I, 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 let me it happens all I've the time. Heard, yeah, I, I, I've heard people in our training class say that all the time, but I have an iPhone Pro Max, but I'm also running the beta, but that shouldn't matter because I've never, but I've never seen that. I don't know. And it doesn't Matt, have show you? up visually. It's just that voiceover is reading your messages that are on that main message screen what voice while are you you're, using while you're inside while you're inside another yeah message. another conversation yes yeah what voice are you using the that's one that I it comes with that. i don't change it i don't know oh, I have samantha no okay yeah. that's and the same you know one what? i use that, that may be the problem Cindy. i know this is going to sound really, really i use weird. i use the australian one and that doesn't happen or that happens still with the australian version of voiceover is it the same like just the built-in though with karen yeah. okay yeah I, don't, I can't speak about Karen, but I, I can tell you, and honestly, like, I know how weird it sounds. Like, if somebody told me this, I don't know that I'd believe it. But there is, for some odd reason, every now and then there are voices that cause weird things to happen that literally do not happen with any other voice. And give you a perfect example, I set up a new device the other day as new. I didn't want to restore it from a backup. And it was taking a while for Alex to download because my phone was downloading other things first. And so it just wasn't, you know, getting to Alex yet. I normally use Alex, but I was using Samantha. I could not, every time I went to type a letter on the keyboard, like to search for an app or anything like that, before it would say the letter, it would say some weird, I don't know, it said like char 2L1R, something really, really weird. And I thought, man, I need to switch voices right away. I don't care if Alex isn't ready. I'm going to switch to something else that is on here. So I switched to... I think the, the Siri female or the um, enhanced Samantha or something, and then that went away. Um, very, very weird. And I suspect <clears throat> that's got to be what it is that's going on because I have literally never seen the thing that you're talking about, but I too have heard other people talk about it. 
Um, so I would try switching voices just for fun. And if it doesn't work, the next time you do experience it, I would just force quit the messages app, you know, go into the app switcher and, and force quit it, relaunch it. You won't even lose the, um, the context. Like if you were in the middle of typing something, you won't even lose that. It'll still be in the edit field when you go back in. All right. Thank you for your question, Cindy. Kathy, you're unmuted and you should be good to go. I have a really quick unrelated question. I'm having trouble with volume. It, my uh, voiceover has one loud volume. My typing, uh, my dice world, the dice rolling is really quiet and talking books are pretty quiet. Can you tell me how to adjust the volume? I can't find it anywhere for all the volumes. Well, the, the, there are multiple volumes on the device and the, uh, the volume you're talking about, probably you need to go to settings and then sounds, or it may say uh, sounds and haptics if you're on an iPhone and you can adjust the sound volume there. It may or may not work to use the, the side buttons also to raise and lower the volume. The voiceover volume, you have to use the, the volume up and down side buttons while voiceover is actually talking. So like you have to start voiceover reading something. A lot of people suggest doing that, you know, two finger swipe down so it will continuous read for a while. And then you can press the, you know, volume down or volume up repeatedly. The other thing you can, the other thing that I have seen happen in, in some cases, and I don't use this feature for that reason, but um, audio ducking can actually cause, if it doesn't release the audio ducking is supposed to cause the audio to be quiet while voiceover talks, but sometimes it doesn't seem like it releases it back to full volume again. And so I've actually disabled audio ducking. I'm not a fan of it at all. Um, and, and so if you, even if you do try to raise the volume and you're still thinking it's not as loud as it ought to be, I would disable audio ducking if it's enabled. All right. Thank you, Kathy. Richard, um, you're up next and you should be unmuted and good to go. Hi, appreciate all the information. Uh, one of the problems I've had that some, sometimes when sending text messages, I'll get a uh, message basically saying that that uh, there was a delivery error. Uh, and when I tap on resend it, it always goes through. And my, my suspicion, and, and suspicion is the important word, is that uh, this tends to happen when I'm uh, sending a text to someone who's uh, who's using an Android rather than an iPhone. And I'm wondering what setting I can change to avoid that problem. So the, the reason that it could be happening is, is exactly what you're saying. That's one of the possibilities that the person um, does not have iMessage and maybe they used to but they've, they've now switched or something like that. There is a setting. If you go to settings and messages uh, where you can turn on this feature called send as SMS. And this will automatically cause a message to be sent as an SMS if it can't send as iMessage. And a perfect example of where that would work is probably what you're saying. Uh, another example is if you would happen to be sending a message to somebody who had very, very poor cell phone signal and not enough cell phone signal to really receive iMessage, because again, that's data, they may still be able to get an SMS. Now, I don't turn that feature on because 
I want my messages to be sent as I messages. And if it, if it doesn't work then and only then I, I choose myself to say, um, send as SMS, you know, for that particular case, but that turning that on may solve your problem that's under settings and then messages. And it's just called send as SMS. All right. I hope that helps Richard. And at this time, we are not going to be taking any more questions back to you, Matt. Okay. All right. So I want to talk about group messages. As I mentioned earlier, you can create a group message with multiple people and um, whether or not they're in your contacts, you can, you can actually add, even if they're not, you can type the phone numbers. I certainly prefer to have them in the contacts. That's certainly what makes things a lot easier. Uh, then you can name that conversation. So let me just give you an example. I'm going to show you that on my iPad here, we've got a couple of group chats. I might have to go a ways back, so give me a second. Well, here's... This is our main instructor chat. Main instructor chat. Sorry, was supposed to. You can hear that there. That, that that's that's a uh, that's a group. I can show you that in a moment. Two hundred Fred Buck. Where's my family chat? Jessica, Probably been Jessica, a little bit since I. I might just. Okay. Instead, let's just send it to the family chat, and I'm going to show you that I don't even have to type this in because it's in my message conversation history here. I can use Siri. Send a message to family chat. What do you want to say to the group? This is just a test period. I am demonstrating group I messages for my teaching session period. No need to reply. Your message to family chat says this is just a test. I am demonstrating group I messages for my teaching session. No need to reply. Ready to send it? Yes. Okay, it's sent. All right. And if I look in messages now. Selected. Cliff, family chat. This is there it is. It's family chat. If I double tap on it. I can go over to the right-hand side of my iPad here, and I can see the people in it. Jessica, button, Carson, button, Kylie, button. And then I see... Family chat, button. Double tap for additional contact options. So we have three people plus myself, four people in that, in that conversation, my wife, my son, and my daughter. And then it said family chat, and I, I could double tap it for additional options. Now, this is great because what I can do is um, I, I use this frequently to communicate with the family. And um, we also, as I said, use this in the main instructor uh, group. So let me show you how to create one. Um, I'm going to send a, um, a test message, I guess, to... Uh, my parents, they, they both have now, I don't even know if I told you that Cliff, they, uh, they now are using separate Apple IDs just cause it works better with the, their, their home pod and all that good stuff. And they decided to go and do two separate. So, uh, I can send to each of them separately and I'm going to go over here and I'm going to hit more compose button to compose, because I want to show you how easy it is to create 
a group conversation. Do they each have um, a home? Uh, do they each have a home pod? No, they don't. But they have two that they share. But they just the the voice recognition stuff seems to work a lot better that way. Well, I'll talk to you about that when this is over. I also got something to tell you about the uh, streaming TV that we were talking about earlier too. So okay, okay. All right, so here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to start typing their name, and I don't use uh, – you can use the add contacts button up here. See oh, oh, up here at the top, new message. Cancel to text field. There's the two field. Add contact button. You can do it that way, and that's fine. But I, I like to just type the first couple letters. So my parents' name, I'm just going to put the first couple letters of their last name. Look on the right-hand side of the iPad. To text field. Add contact. Kylie Alexa Volbrecht. Jessica Volbrecht. Expand option. Carson Expand. Catherine Volbrecht. There she is. We're going to double tap. Five, two, two, now she's in the group. We're going to keep typing. We're going to do another one. And we're going to put my dad's name in here. Add contact. Edward Volbrecht. Seven, two, okay, and we're going to put him in there. And then that's it. Now I've got two people in the group. There's two people. One, two. We can keep typing or we can just... Okay. Now, here's the thing. This group is not officially created until you send a message. So if you want to do anything else with it, use it for group FaceTime or, you know, give it a name, a conversation name or anything else like that. You've got to send a message. So I'm going to just type a message here really quickly, and I'm going to say, hello, uh, just doing a, uh, it's a quick demo for, for class. And I could type more quickly if I didn't have voiceover on. Um, no need to reply. Okay. Voiceover on, messages, message, text field is editing. Hello. Now let's see. No need to reply. Perfect. Okay. So I will send this. And when I do, the moment that it is sent, the group is created. At that point, I can name it and do all sorts of other stuff. So we will um, just hit send. Send message text field is editing. All right, the group has been created on the left side of my iPad screen. Selected Catherine and Edward. Hello. It just says Catherine and Edward, my parents' names. But I want to give this conversation a name so that I can always keep track of it. And then what I'll do is I'll just leave it in my messages conversation history and I will be able to access it anytime I want. I'll be able to use Siri to send to it, just like we did with the family chat. So up on the right-hand side of the iPad here, Catherine Button. we can see her name, Edward Button. his name, two people Button. and it says two people. Double tap for additional contact options. That's what we're going to do. Double tap. Audio. Right away, we see audio FaceTime. and FaceTime. Button. This is how easy it is to make a group FaceTime call, guys. You just hit audio, and you've initiated a group FaceTime audio. Video, and you've initiated a group FaceTime. But let's go further. Info button. Info. That's what we want. Info. Details. Heading. Go to the right. Done. Button. Locating. All right. It's locating my parents on a map. No features visible. Because they have that feature Visible. enabled. Name. Enter a group name. Text field. Enter a group. Tap to edit. 
name. Text field. Is and I did. I just double tapped in there. We're going to put mom and dad chat. And let's see. I think I did that correctly. Yep, I did. We'll just hit the done button. So now if I look on the left-hand side of my iPad screen. Oh, I, I forgot. I got to. Yeah, I got to get out of this first. Now, if I look on the left-hand side in the message list of conversations. Selected. Mom and dad chat. Hello. It's a quick demo for class. No need to reply. 4.07 p.m. There you go. It no longer says individual names. It now says mom and dad chat. Now, in a group like this, it's not a big deal because I know that Edward and Catherine are my mom and dad. And I, you know, I, it's not a big deal. But imagine if you had 10 or 30 or 50 people in a group chat, some of them whose names you didn't even have in your contacts. So now every time you come across this with voiceover, you know, it's going to say, uh, John, Melanie, Sandy, plus one, six, one, seven, nine, two, five, eight, four, one, three, plus one, seven, two, four. You know, it's going to read all of these things before it ever reads to you the message. It's so much easier when you just give it a name and now, you know, you know, uh, surprise party planning chat or uh, work meeting project, you know, whatever you call it. And that's another, that brings me to another benefit of naming your groups. You can have more than one conversation with the same group of people. So if I want to use a, a, a conversation for a very singular purpose, I can do that. So we have our main instructor chat, for example, with Cliff with Rita, Lynn, Maria, and myself, our five people on our really awesome instructor team. And that's the chat we use, you know, 90% of the time. But sometimes we're planning something specific, maybe a specific project, or, you know, when we get ready for our tech summit every, every year. So we have a, you know, a separate conversation called uh, Summer 2020 Tech Summit, I think we called it, or something like that. And so that way we can keep things organized and we don't have to worry about having unrelated verbiage in the uh, conversation that we're using. So it's really awesome to be able to name your conversation. Now, there's a lot more you can do, of course. Uh, when I'm in those details, I can, I can see each person. I can remove somebody if I don't want them in the group. I can add more people. I can see a gallery of every attachment or every photo that was ever sent to me within that conversation. And this works not just for groups, but for individuals as well. So I can quickly locate attachments and photos that were sent. Um, and of course, as I showed you, it's very easy to just hit that audio button or FaceTime button to initiate a group FaceTime call. The, um, the, the ability to do group FaceTime was only added in iOS 12. So just last year. And then it was... Um, it was sort of temporarily taken away from us when uh, a privacy bug was discovered until Apple was able to correct that. And um, we missed it while it wasn't there. I'll tell you what, it, it, group FaceTime is absolutely phenomenal. In order to use group FaceTime, everybody in your group must have an Apple device, of course. And there's a couple of different ways to launch, uh, or, or I should say, to, to initiate a group FaceTime conversation. All right, you can do it from the FaceTime app. But actually, my favorite way to do it is the way that I just showed you right here. Just send a message first. 
And that's always a nice courtesy anyway, because you can create or go to an existing conversation with a group of people and say, hey, guys, I'm going to FaceTime you in five minutes. Are you all ready? You know, whatever. And then when it's time, you just select that messages conversation. Go over to on the very top of the screen on an iPhone. You go up to the top left and find the back button and then swipe to the right past all the names. And then it'll say like either, you know, eight people or six people. Or if you've named it, it'll read the name of the of the chat on an iPad. It's simply double tap to select the conversation on the left, then lift your hand and go to the right and find the um the same button. I think you can probably use containers in the rotor also in this situation to quickly jump from the left side of the screen to the right. But again, let me just show you on the right. Catherine, but Edward, button, mom and dad chat, button. There it is. Double tap for additional contact options. And if I do that, the very first thing I land on is audio. Just to its right is video. Just to its right is info where we renamed that conversation and where we could do other things. Um, once you initiate that group FaceTime, everybody can answer the call. When they Now, I want to tell you a couple things about group FaceTime. It's different than individual FaceTime. Sometimes it's ringless, and that's done by design. Um, I don't know exactly what the thought process is behind that, but it is. You may get – what happens is you may get this little notification, and if you're really listening, you can hear a little – sound but it's very quiet it's not your normal ringtone but it indicates to you hey there's a group facetime in progress and you can join it right from there now when you do join it you're you're actually not immediately in the conversation you're you're put almost into sort of like a waiting room in in a sense where you can but but nobody has to admit you you just swipe to the right to the join button so basically it's a two-step process to join it that way if you want to leave during a group FaceTime, you can leave and rejoin at will. And you can rejoin through either the FaceTime app. You'll see the call history. You'll see that this FaceTime is still in progress. You can double tap to join it again. And you can also do that from the messages app in the way that we demonstrated a moment ago. If you are on the group FaceTime call, and you're waiting for somebody to appear that you think should be there, you can even ring that person. You can ring their device. Group FaceTime allows you to um, do a lot of other things too, to send messages and photos and emoji and everything inside of the um, FaceTime call as well. Uh, and you can, um, of course, you know, switch between the front and rear cameras. You can mute your audio. You can pause your video. Um, very powerful, wonderful feature. What else can we tell them about group messages and group FaceTime, Cliff? You have about 15 minutes in total. So, <laughs> okay, great. Let you know. <laughs> yep, thank you. Um, yeah, Cliff, anything else on group um, messages or group FaceTime? Nope, nothing I can think of. I think you pretty much covered it. Now, I will tell you, and then we'll open it up to questions uh, once more uh, before we close. Um, we did for our classes, and, and I'll go ahead and give you some of this info now, and then we'll, we'll take questions. And if we need to give you the info again, we will. But um, 
for those of you who don't know, we are offering uh, the, every year the uh, tech juggernaut and our TTJ instructor team offers free classes. And we also offer paid one-on-one training. But if you want the free classes, you can sign up and we do various topics. One of our most popular classes is the iPad for all computing class, teaching you how to replace your computer, traditional computer, with an iPad. We also do an introductory voiceover class every year, uh, voiceover in and out. And in both of those classes, we have talked about the Messages app extensively. In the iPad class, it was really neat because we actually created these short little um, audio demos of different aspects of the Messages app, like message effects, like group messages, um, like you know some of the messaging apps. And so those that are interested, you can request that content from us uh, free of charge. We do not have any room in the uh, classes until fall at this point, which we'll be announcing our fall and spring training schedules here in August. But um, the actual classes, uh, even, even if you wanted to go back and audit what we've already done, unfortunately, they are full um, to capacity at this point. But uh, I'm not sure with the iPad course, if we may be able to get some people into audit later, but at this point, why, you know, we're going to teach more next year, I'm sure. So, um, but if you want some of that material, if it would be helpful to you to have the audio recordings about the messages app, we do have that. We are also offering our virtual help sessions every Tuesday and Thursday for a while yet. And, uh, even a few Saturdays, our, our next, um, virtual help session will be this coming Tuesday. Um, so those are also available and you can see the times of those, the Zoom meeting IDs and everything by visiting our website at TTJ Tech. That's TTJ Tango Tango Juliet Tech, T-E-C-H dot net, N-E-T. And uh, while you're there, you might as well subscribe to the blog because that is how you can keep in the loop. You find out whatever we're offering, when we're offering it, free classes, paid training promotions, you know, virtual help sessions, whatever else we do. We write tips, articles, and, you know, all sorts of things like that as well. And we have our podcast. So actually, Cliff has a podcast, uh, and I have two of them just because I got to do everything more than he does it. No, I'm just kidding. We separate our – he has um, Stir It Up, which we told you earlier is is spelled with a U, not an I. So S-T-U-R. I-T-U-P. I have two. I have TTJ Talk, which is the one that's most directly related to this session here. T-T-J-T-A-L-K. I also have The Vessel, which is actually a Christian podcast. But if you look for that one, there's a couple by that same name. So make sure you pick the one that says M Space Life as the uh, content creator of The Vessel. But TTJ Talk is the, the Tech Juggernaut official podcast. And it is again product reviews, demos, uh, you know, talking about what Apple's doing, talking about what we're doing with TTJ, and you can find those on all of your favorite podcast platforms: Apple, Google, Spotify, um, Overcast, Radio Public. Uh, there's just a bunch. So take a look at that when you get a chance, and uh, I think we'll go ahead and take questions now and see if we can. All right, yeah, raise those hands. And Matt, I have a very quick one about group messaging. Um, uh, in order to raise your hands, remember it's Alt Y on the PC, Options Y on the Mac, Star Nine on the phone, and 
um, the lower right hand side of the iPhone more, you can double tap on that and then go to raise hand. Um, I have a question about group messages. Um, I do have a group message where I, for a podcast that I am a part of. And so we always are chatting in there and I don't know how I got the bright idea to name it, <laughs> to finally name it, but I did. <laughs> and it was, um, but my question is, um, I get really annoyed when people add me to annoying group messages that they haven't told me that they're adding me to. So is there a way to delete yourself from that? Because sometimes you can tell them, please take me out of this message. And it's really up to them, but I would like to have it up to me because if I just delete it, it goes away. And if I, and sure I can mute it, but I really just want to take myself out of it altogether. Right, right. Absolutely. So just, just for the sake of everybody who's listening in case they don't know all of those things that you just mentioned, let's talk about all three of those options. Um, when you're in your list of messages, you can swipe up and down on a conversation and choose delete. Uh, that will delete the message. Now, if you are in a group message, as she pointed out, if, if more people in that group start chatting, you know, you're going to get those messages too. The second option you have is to mute the conversation. It says hide alerts. That's also a swipe up and down in the rotor while the message conversation is selected. And it will. It will hide the alerts. You won't be bothered by them but you will still receive the messages. Now, I think, Cliff, I, correct me if I'm wrong here, but I think if you go to that same place that we were just in before where we, we tapped on, you know, it says like, it, it either says the name of the group or if you don't have a name, it'll say like, you know, 32 people. You double tap on that and you see audio and video, FaceTime and info. And I think if you go to info at the very, very bottom of that screen, is an option that says leave the group. Is is that not right, Cliff? Um, technically, no. I mean, you, I, it might be down there, but all you have to do is swipe up on your name, and it'll say delete from conversation or leave this group, and then you'll say yes, and you're gone. So you don't actually have to go all the way to the bottom. You can remove, you can remove anybody you want to. Actually, you, it doesn't even have to be the person. I can remove you, Rita, and Lynn from the group if I wanted to, and just meet. This be me, Maria, and then whoever else. So, I mean, anybody can delete anybody from the group. So you don't have to go all the way to the bottom. You just swipe up and get the options. So you're saying that even if you're not the creator of the group, you you have all of that power that you can do. Yes. Yep. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Thank you very much. Um, our question goes to Amber. Has hand hey, guys. Hi there. How you doing? Pretty good. So, um, what is the difference between Apple Pay and you know, like normally sending money and Apple Cash? Because I have my Apple Pay set up to go through either PayPal or my debit card. You know, just depending on what things take. So, um, you know, is there a difference between regular Apple Pay, you know, sending money to people that way, or and Apple Cash? Well, there is. Yes. So, regular Apple Pay is for retail or online purchases from actual, you know, businesses, commercial entities, you know, you go to McDonald's or you go to the Starbucks or the store or whatever, and that's Apple pay. And that's going to use whatever you put on file, your credit card, your Apple card, your bank card, you know, whatever Apple pay cash is an extension of that. It's part of the same thing, but it's peer to peer. Not no. It's 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 uh. That's the wrong term. It it's payment sharing. It's money sharing through individuals. You don't 
have to have a business, anything like that. And you do set them up separately because if you look in your Apple wallet, the cards that you have added for Apple Pay are there, but Apple Pay Cash is a card in and of itself in your wallet, in your digital you know, Apple wallet. And so the Apple Pay Cash card has to be set up the first time. And you're going to want to link a um, debit card to it because if you don't, you can't send money to other people unless you already have a positive Apple Pay cash balance. So, you know, the only other way to get it is either through the daily cash feature, which is a reward for being an Apple Card customer or or through uh, other people sending you money. But other than that, if you want to be able to send money to individuals, you would have to link a debit card to your um, Apple Pay cash card. And then that allows you to send money. You also may want to link a checking account to it so that when you receive money, you can transfer it to your bank if you need to. But yeah, they are two different things. One is kind of an extension of the other, but regular Apple Pay is for retail purchases using Apple Card or any other major credit card or, or bank card or whatever. Apple Pay Cash is, is sending money and receiving money between family, friends, and otherwise using um, the debit card from you know your bank or a positive Apple Pay Cash balance. Again, that actually becomes another card. So the money in that can be used with the regular Apple Pay as well. Thank you. That answers my question. Okay, All great. Right. Thank you so much for your question, Amber. And um, that's uh, I think that's all that we're going to take because we just have a few more minutes. So, Matt, if you if you want to just take us, not take us out, um, <laughs> if you want to tell us, <laughs> if you want to leave wanna, us. Sorry to interrupt, Mika, but I was just going to mention that me and Matt are recording a podcast this weekend. We're both going to do what's on our iPad and giving you some updates on what the team is doing this spring going into the summer. So oh, uh, look out for that. Stir it up in the tech jar. I'm sorry. TTJ talk is his podcast. He has mine's, mine's all the same across the board. He has to have three, four different names. So <laughs> <laughs> he's just creative. That's okay. <laughs> so um, anyway, if you want to leave us with some final thoughts um, on iMessaging, you have a couple minutes to do so. Okay. All right. Yeah. So um, what we've given you today is is definitely a whirlwind tour because, you know, when I weighed the options out, trying to demonstrate everything just doesn't make sense. There's so much there. It is truly a powerful platform within a platform in a sense, really. I mean, you know, part of iOS, iPad OS, Mac OS, all of these things, but yet uh, unto itself, you know, all of these different things that you can do with it, the apps and the stickers and everything like that. We didn't even show you, you know, Animoji and Memoji. We talked about it. What I would encourage is all of this stuff is accessible with voiceover. And so, you know, just as everything that Apple does is accessible with voiceover. So I would encourage you to spend some time playing around in the messages app. You can't hurt anything, you know, and get somebody who you know and who is willing to do this with you to, you know, play with it. Just like, um, uh, you know, Mika was saying, I think it was about, you know, um, sending the messages back and forth, you know, trying the, the different effects and stuff like that. You know, find somebody who's willing to do that with you and you can play with some of the features. And also, um, there is the Apple user guide for your specific product. So it's going to be called iPhone user guide, iPad user guide, whatever. And they're always updated. Um, you can find it in the Apple books store as a um, 
an actual book, EPUB, or you can find it on your favorite web browser, Safari on Apple or others. And you could search uh, for whatever it is. I would just search in Google for like Apple iPhone user guide. Usually the first result will be the official uh, Apple support page that contains the user guide. So you can read it online as well. And what I would do is go to the messages chapter because you will see all the details about everything you can do with messages, as well as links to anything else that relates. Like when they talk about Apple Pay, they'll take you to you know the section of the, of the user guide on Apple Pay. So I would really encourage you to spend some time doing that if you want to get to know all of these features. And then again, don't forget, we have lots of material at ttjtech.net. You can get in touch with us, request that. Um, don't forget to come to our virtual help sessions. If you're interested, tune into our, our podcasts. And if you have any technical questions, we do take them by iMessage. We actually will answer technical questions by iMessage. And we don't always get back to you right away. Sometimes we need a few hours, but we eventually will. And so you can send your iMessage, since we're talking about iMessage, um, you can send your, your question to either one of us, the tech juggernaut at iCloud.com. I know that's an email address, but we want you to use this messages app that we're talking about. And again, that's T-H-E-T-E-C-H, Juggernaut, J-U-G-G-E-R-N-A-U-T at iCloud.com or stir it up at iCloud.com. But remember, that's spelled with a U, S-T-U-R-I-T-U-P. Feel free to send Apple-related technical questions to those um, iMessage addresses as well. So I think that's going to do it for us today, and we really appreciate you all tuning in.